Hello, good evening, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 239. And we're halfway through the month, and it feels like I want to start the year all over again after watching Roma lose to AC Milan at the weekend at the San Siro. Uh, the pain has started again. Um, Roma are ninth. Atalanta are beating Frosinone so far this evening. I think they're 2 0 up. Things are getting better and better, they say. Uh, with me tonight, I have Joey. How are you, Joey? Uh, I'm good, Scott, for for myself, but I can't say the same for uh, Roma for, for certain. How are you? Um, I went to watch a game on Saturday. I'm okay. I'm all good. I'm shattered. Work, work is very tiring. Um, I went to a game on Saturday. Six trains, got back home just before 10pm, uh, and my team lost 2-1 and evidently sacked the manager today. And I was thinking, could it be a deadly duo? Could Roma sack Jose Mourinho and break the internet again? Like they did two and a half, three years ago when they announced Jose in May 2021. But I haven't... Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet. There were reports. We will talk about this, but um, I have some questions to ask because I saw a clip of Andy and John on, on Roma Press, and Andy was quite eloquent on his words of saying, are Roma broken? He mentioned two seasons, which I tried to forget, which was 2012-13, which was Zeman 2.0. And now the Empoli manager for the second half of the season and then the cup final defeat to Lazio. Sorry to bring that up. Uh, Andrea Andrea Zoli. And then 2018-19, which was uh, Eusebio Di Francesco got sacked after the derby defeat in March and then the Champions League defeat away at Porto, which uh, it wasn't great. And then Claudio Ranieri took over. And then we finished sixth, which meant Fonseca came in. And we finished fifth in the following year. And that's been Roma's highest finish in four years, three, four years. Um, and Andy made some good points. Is this team broken? I I mean, I don't know how you can say it's not. So and mm. for people trying to defend it, it's... It's broken from top to bottom. What's sad about the two seasons you mentioned, Scott, is those two seasons, for as much trouble as we had, after 20 games, it still wasn't our lowest. Uh, we still have a lower point total now than we did in those two seasons. This is our lowest point total after 20 games since the 2002-2003 season when we finished, I believe it was eighth. and we finished Eighth. Behind, yeah, we finished behind yeah. even, I think it was Kievo, Verona. Oh my I god! I'll have. A, I'm just gonna go take a look at that Google table. That, that was a, an atrocious year with Capello. Uh, we actually yeah, was, have a low. That this is our lowest point total since that season, even lower than the one with Zeman, even lower than the one with Usebi De Francesco getting fired and us getting Ranieri at, at this point of the the competition of Serie A. So. I don't know how you can say it's not broken because it, it certainly is from, you know, we try to say, okay, maybe there were some few things to iron out from the preseason, but it's, it's evident we have no identity 
it's just been broken from the start, from the preseason preparation to the first rough uh, matches we had uh, result-wise to now, it is just absolutely broken. This team has no ideas, no ways of moving forward, no ways of penetrating a defense, um, and no ways of, again, beating a formidable opponent. The only opponent, good opponent we've beaten all year, uh, you know, I would say top half of the table is uh, Napoli. And to me, Napoli, they're they're broken in their own way. I mean, they they can fix it. Them, it's more of a coaching matter. But you could tell they're they're in a terrible period, and we took advantage. Everybody else, we don't even come close. I mean, this game, people are going to say we're missing so many players. I get that, but so are Milan. Milan, we're missing their starting three center backs. We're missing Benacer. Chukwese. I'm Ben okay, Chukwese might be a reserve. I understand. Same with us for with Awar, but they're missing three center backs, the three starting center backs. That's like us taking Smalling, Mancini, and Indica. Mm. So they had the same problems as we do. And they lost Benacer, which to me is still their best midfielder. He's a AFCON, isn't he? That's right. So with he didn't Algeria. even appear. Yeah. So and we created nothing. Our wing backs, we have five. I don't know how we defy this, but out of five, they're all shit. Cannot cross. Lukaku doesn't get through his ball to his feet multiple times a game in the box. He gets, he got the ball once at his feet, held off a defender, gave it to Pellegrini, caused the PK. That's it. That's the only time I think I can remember. He, he did it a few times after that. They start. Roman looks more threatening. As soon as they fed the ball into Lukaku's feet. Right, but they do it as a reactive. It's Mm. reactive. That's the problem. It's not when it's 0-0. They're doing it when they're down and they have no choice. And even still, to me, Scott, when they go attack, they slow it down, let everybody come defend, and then there's only Lukaku in the box, and then we're done for. So, again, it's just there's no ideas. I'm not saying the four-back would necessarily work because you won't get... Spinazzola or Karsdorp or Zaleski to magically start crossing better in a four-back. I get that. But there's there's no logic. There's no ideas. There is absolutely nothing. We just seem to be just be doing the same thing. Like I said last time, the definition of insanity. They just keep doing the same thing over and over and over. And what are you going to get out of it? You're going to get the same result. You're not going to get something different. You're going to continue to struggle. We have to do something to sort of change it. There's even even technical choices, uh, Scott. They don't even make sense anymore. The whole Sviar thing for me is like completely, completely mismanaged. It's very, it's more, it's it's a little more minor. I understand, but it still represents what kind of choices are being made right now at the team. You have Patricio who had a horrible first month, month and a half. Everybody was saying how bad he was, how he costed Roma points. Mourinho has full trust in him, doesn't even sniff Sviar a chance. You come up to the cup where you say, I'll give it to Sviar. He plays the whole cup up into the derby. Yeah, he doesn't play the derby, it goes to Patricio. And then suddenly, like, oh, you're going to start in the San Siro against Milan. What? There's If you're going to start him, you start him when Patricio wasn't performing. Or... You keep Patricia for Serie A and you keep ZR for the Derby. 
in, in the cup. To to me, I don't know if there's something broken, something happened. It just seems that the, the no one's uh, no one's in cohesion with each other. They don't talk to each other. They don't agree with things. I, I think everything is just all over the place, and you can see it on the field. Really, you can see it. I know as bad as they are with the wing backs, we'll stop doing something that predicates the wing backs. Change it. Like I keep saying, three back. That's what it relies on. Four back. I don't know if you'll get anything different for sure, but change it. Change, change the way you play. Instead of you know you have the ball on a counter attack forward. Instead of slowing it down and then forcing yourself to push it wide, you know attack with some sort of aggression. Um, as much as I'm the big, you know I'm a pretty big Balotti hater. I don't see much in this guy. You know Al Sharari, he's much better coming off the bench and he's much better wide. Mm-hmm. The last time I think mm-hmm. he scored when he started was I'm pretty sure was Monza last year where he started the game and he scored. He's not, he's just not a starter material. He just doesn't have it in him to perform well when he starts, especially, especially centrally. It's just not his game, but we keep doing it. At that point you go with, you go with Balotti or you change it again. You change it where, Lukaku's your lone striker and you figure something else out. And for God's sake, Scott, they have to put more people in the box. Like, it's it's ridiculous. You have just Lukaku. Lukaku gets bad ratings. I'm not a big Lukaku lover. I think he's a great player. I, I won't defend him like Dybala, to be honest. But, man, he gets no service. He gets a bad rating for sure, but he gets no service. He's this type of striker. Give him the ball at the feet. In Give him the ball at his feet in the box. Even when they do, they still mess up most of it. But still, you create at least a little something. There's absolutely nothing. And so, yeah, going back to it, for Manny's right, it is completely broken from top to bottom. Yeah. like it was. Do you feel, when watching Roma recently, it's just like 11 individuals on the pitch or 10 outfield individuals and a goalkeeper? I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, it doesn't feel like a team. It doesn't feel like they're on the same page. They make every decision, Scott, is just wrong from, like I said, from coaching to players. It's just wrong. Take a look at um, um, take a look at the talking about going more youthful. We always mention about it, right? Why you have take off Mancini, I understand he's hurting. Why don't you and, he's, and he was probably on a, a he yeah, was on a book and exactly, well. which is fine. I understand that choice. But why you say you want to go more youthful? Why are you putting Cristante back as a center back? Why aren't you putting Hoisin? He did bring him on later. I get it. You say you want to go youthful. You have the eighteen-year-old kid. Why are you playing Cristante to center back? I, I don't know. Those are certain things that don't agree with. And then when you see him play together, yeah, they're eleven individuals. They're all lost. The back post always opens. I don't think anybody talks to each other. Cristante to me got manhandled. Like there's, I just. I don't know. It's just, they just don't seem to have any cohesion with each other, any fluidity. It's like everything is just, uh, it's just, obviously it's it's very much sideways. Uh, they're passing, but there's no fluidity. Even the commentators saying it. Roma's big problem yesterday is they have no flow to their game. No fluidity, mm. nothing. They don't have any, some sort of small link ups or anything to create some sort of danger. It's just absolutely nothing. So yeah, you're right. It's a ten. Uh, besides the keeper, it's ten individuals on the pitch. 
Yeah, it's because uh, Roma always rely on individual qualities, and it's gotten them out of trouble. I want to say quite a lot this season, and quite a lot recently. Um, if even set pieces, gone yes, over. set pieces. Yeah, I was just it, Roma always. I think at the end of Rudy Garcia's tenure, it was a lot of individual qualities and moments of brilliance that pretty much saved him up until January 2016. Then the Milan game happened. Before, uh, just uh, after the Kievo debacle on the first game of 2016. And I felt like that also un- in, under Eusebio Di Francesco's run. There's always an over-reliance of Kolarov and Perotti down the left-hand side. This season seems to be a lot of over-reliance on if Dybala can't do it, Lukaku can do it. If Lukaku can do it, Dybala will do it. And if them two can't do it, nobody else can. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in shit street. Um, who else can help us? Um, there's been, there was a little, I would say, a, a moment of individual quality yesterday for the goal. Lukaku to Pellegrini. Pellegrini won the penalty. Um, didn't think Leandro Paredes would be taking a penalty. That's a sentence I didn't think I'd be saying in 2024, but. I just feel like when we came up to the World Cup last year, or last year, well, 15 months ago, remember Roma were sort of just limping over the line with the games they played in November? Yeah, they were struggling uh, pretty bad up until that point, and then the World Cup did them wonders. They came out really great, after, at least defensively, after the break. Yeah. They were able to... Um, get some really key wins, but then after it, like it's doing now, it's faltering. This is just faltering a lot, a lot harder. And Scott, it's the to me, it's the only. I, I even said it. Roma will not score a goal unless it's a penalty, and lo and behold, it's a penalty. That's the expectation that this team is giving me. That's the reality that they're giving me. And I'm sure for yourself, this is what they're giving yes. us. They come up to any one of these games, they cannot score a team goal. Uh, individual brilliance for me, it's been like this. You're absolutely right. The only time I would see where they played more as a team was Spalletti's last year. To me, that's where I've, I felt like they played, even though they had a lot of individual individual brilliance from, you know, Jekyll, Salah, Nangalan. I get that. I just felt like they played much more of a team. But since then, you're absolutely right. There's been so much disjointment from midfield to attack and relying on individual brilliance. It's just, it has to stop. They have to, you know, construct this properly. Scott, we, we talk about the same thing. The problem is, is that we have nothing fresh or new to talk about because this is all we see. It's the same thing over and over. Mancini being the warrior, Bove um, playing as if he cares and he's, you know, he's actually into this game and then everyone else is just meh. Or just shit. That that's what, or, or, or they're either meh or shit. Like Christensen, awful. Yes, awful. Absolutely awful as a center back. Too much to handle. I mean, he got undressed by Yassine Adli. Good goal. Great Good goal. goal. But Scott, it's Yassine Adli. This guy hey, never, never. Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect Adli. He's one of my favorite players in Serie A. I, I have a lot of time for him. Um, <laughs> did really well. 
I appreciate the work he does as a player, but he's not a guy that's going to drop the shoulder and score. That's not him. And look what he did. He's never, ever done that before. And he just dropped Christensen to the ground. He's a quality player. He's a very quality. Sorry, he is a quality player. And I will say this. He will be... um, He's he'll be a, a player in Milan's midfield for years is to come. He did really agree. well in France. He did I really well in agree. France. Just, yes, you're right. Just what he did yesterday is not what his game is, is what I'm trying to say. No, so. no, no. Fair enough. Well, he does have a, a unique, um, I think it's a, his middle name is after his idol. Who's his idol? French midfielder played for Bordeaux. Went to Juventus. Uh, Zinedine. Yes. Zidane. Yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know he had a middle name after after him. Yeah. Yes. I think it, I heard it on a commentary yesterday. Yassine oh. Zinedine or oh, Zinedine. Yeah, Adley. Um, he had really good spell at Bordeaux. Um, but that club is a. And a mess as well. In I think they're in. I think if memory says that there we are in league. Duh, they had some problems behind the scene. Um, it just feels like this. Do you think I I tweeted out? Is it coming to an end of a cycle with this t- team? Yeah, I a don't. Bit I earlier don't than we expected. Or it's to be expected. Can, I it has to come yeah. to an end of a cycle. There's there's no way it can't. It's just. Scott, you can't, I know you can't tear it all down. I get that. You can't just overhaul everybody. But I think we've mentioned this again before. For me, there's only a handful you can keep. And when you're at that stage, it's definitely the end of a cycle. Yeah. Because the rest of players are out of contracts. Saleable assets. Sorry. Valuable, saleable assets. Sorry. English, Scott. Um, and then players are out of contract, players are on loan deals, could be going back. It's just like you have to start fresh. It's always going to be Roma 2.0 every season. But um, on the game yesterday, Roma had shots on goal. Magnon played, pulled off a couple of good saves, but it was just the goals they conceded were quite stupid. Um, yeah, the first one defenders got rolled second one Cristante got bumped but it was never a foul but there's, um, there's two guys back post Scott and there's just I know. Cristante yeah. even, even at that he's out of position but there's two guys where is everybody that's ah oh man it's just, it's the same thing over and over and, and, and then AC Milan tried to just do something stupid and let Roma back into the game, which was very strange. It was reminiscent of the game last season at the San Siro where Milan were leading 2-0 on the 87th minute and then just collapsed like a house of cards. Roma scored two right near the end and grabbed a valuable point. And then you had this sort of deja vu. <sighs> Davide Calabria trying to do his best uh, impression of like, here you go, Roma. Here's something to get back into the game because we're cruising and uh, we want to make us fans feel nervy. And I don't know what what else to say. Paredes stuck it away. Roma created chances, and then 
Christensen got fooled by Teo Hernandez's Thunder Bastard after a, a very delicious backheel. I think it was from Giroud, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. That's what I was talking about, fluidity and flow. I, we don't see Roma ever do that, maybe besides Dybala. That's that's what yeah. I mean. Is there's, there's just none. There's just none of that. Um, Calabria, yeah, did his best to bring Roma back in the game. But, Scott, we had five shots on target. I think it was a 1.4 XG if you include the penalty. I still felt like That's we were never... too bad. I still felt we were never scoring. No, no. I, I'm probably clutching at straws there. I was like, Roma having shots on goal. Manion's made some two good saves. And then... I'm like, don't draw me back into this game, please, Roma. You're making me... I, I, I said I, I had no hopes at, like, pre-kick pre-kick off like 15 minutes before the game I tweeted out saying I have no I have no expectation it's very very low I didn't expect Roman to get anything and I'm like 2-0 I could take that safe face and they're like 2-1 penalty Paredes 2-1 get in and then Lukaku got in behind offside free kick Pellegrini just deflected off Simon Kier, I think it was, or Giroud, just over. There was another opportunity, and then Ter Hernandez scores that thunder bastard. Yunus Musa sent Zaleski back to the Primavera side with that little shaken run from the right-hand side to the left-hand Brilliant side. Run, yeah. Almost scored, hit the post. <laughs> I hit the post, 4-1. That could have been 4-1. I was just thinking, ah, oh, yeah. Not going to get anything else from this game. Just take the owl and then think, is there going to be an aftermath after this? What's going to happen? You tweeted something out. Didn't mention any anyone's name. No. Just Caught a lot of traction. Yeah. And then you got, um, I won't say bombarded, but uh, uh, someone from a certain fan base took exception to it. You didn't even mention the guy's name. You just mentioned Roma's poor record under him in the t- two and a half years. It's is it four wins against the top six? Is it out of twenty eight games in league? Twenty eight. Yeah, I, I corrected it because I f- I forgot the uh, we had that Coppa Italia game versus Inter back in Mourinho's first season. So it's yeah, four. Yeah, four four wins in twenty eight matches against. Uh, I'm talking about the top side. I'm not even including Fiorentina and Atalanta, just Milan, Inter, Juve, Napoli, and Lazio. It's four so, in yeah. 28. So the other, the six of the seven sisters. Um, I also saw that Pioli has won all six games against Mourinho in his tenure. Oh, we, ha- we had two draws. Oh, so is it two draws? Yeah, it's four wins and because we did two draws of last season. Oh yes, two two and the one on one, yes. one. Yeah, the yeah. I saw. Yeah, he's unbeaten in six. Yeah, he's unbeaten in six. So it's four wins. Yeah, because he won two in the his first season, which was the the dodgy handball game <laughs> in January twenty twenty two with the Abraham handball. And was it two one at the Olimpico with the the non award of the Teo Hernandez on Mkhitaryan? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and Scott, you know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Milan are even having problems with Pioli, right? We've talked about it. Like, yes. where they want me. Imagine Milan fans for what, 
like if Jose was in Milan's position with Roma, everyone would be so happy. Milan are not even happy with Pioli. They want him gone. And to me, Mourinho or the team can't even beat them. It's three years. Yeah, yeah. So what, cr- what are we crazy. to expect? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like we need to start somewhere because this is like, I don't know, this is becoming truly, truly atrocious. It's uh, To me, it's, it's again, it's our lowest since two, uh, 2002. And I never expect for you to come out and say, Scott, that Jose Mourinho or Roma in their last six matches have not been purely once. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I have actually got the league table up from that o two o three season. I think it was one of the last seasons where there was 18 teams in the division. And uh, 10, 13, two points a game. Is it two points a game? Three. Hang on. That can't be right. 34, 13 wins, 13 times 3 is 49. It says Roma drawn 10 games. It, I think it was two points. That, that was three points for a win. They've, they've caught the table up here big time. Like that. It says that Roma, I'm doing maths. This is awful podcasting. 34 games, Roma won 13, drawn 10, lost 11. Goal scored 55, goal scored, uh, conceded 46, 49 points. Yeah, it's, that's three points. It was three points. So 13 wins, 10 draws. Oh, my maths is horrific, yes. Yeah, <laughs> 39 and then the 10 uh, draws is 49. I, I added... <laughs> I've had a long day. I've done overtime. <laughs> yes. Just I as... think Roma's getting to you, Scott. I really think they are. I support two basket case clubs. <laughs> Like Swindon have won four out of twenty-four in the last in the last um, since October. Um, I haven't seen up into four away games this season. I haven't seen Swindon win once, uh, and I'm going again in a couple of weeks to Wales to watch them play Newport. So, both my teams support. Uh, I support a very basket case clubs at the moment. Um, where do Roma go now? What can happen now? They're running. Recent in the next few weeks, bar Inter and Feyenoord is quite favourable. Can they save Grace? I I don't think so, Scott. These two teams are playing next. Sure, we can get the wins, but we didn't even beat them the first time around. So people might yeah. look at the table and say, "Look, Roma are only five back." Okay, statistically it's five back, but if you watch them, for me, it feels like we're fifteen plus back. The way we play. So I, I don't know how they can save this. Their, their objective was to be fourth or make Champions League, which might be fifth. But if they end fifth and they miss Champions League by even a point, well, their objective failed and it's a failed season. I don't know how you could save Grace. It, I don't think they can catch up. Not only, sure, they didn't lose much ground yesterday. They lost by a point because uh, Fiorentina uh, tied, but... Lazio are now... Yeah, they did, yes. Yeah, Fiorentina. I watched the Fiorentina game and I watched the Lazio game. Right. And you know what, Scott? Lecce Lecce actually played better against Lazio than we did against Lazio. Oh, God, did they ever. So what what is that to tell me? How can we save Grace? Lecce, and we can't say Lecce was away, uh, sorry, at home. They were at the Olympico. 
what can we say about Roma who played worse in the derby for the cup in the quarterfinals? How can we save grace from this? I I don't think there's a way. I I don't. Sure, again, it's only five points, two games, but Atalanta is winning 3-0. They're going to obviously go up four points above us. Napoli, for as awful as they've been under Mazzari, what are they, three points above us now? Two. Two points above us, and we beat them recently. So we have so many teams that are ahead of us, even if there's only five points. And the way we play, like I said, for me, it feels like it's more like 15 because we, we, I'm sorry, we're just that bad. We don't do anything constructive offensively. And our strongest point, which was defensively, while we're, we're ravaged by injuries, plus we don't defend as well anymore besides a couple of players. So both phases of the team is not good at all or not playing well. You, your over-reliance on Dybala, it's, it's too much apparent now. You can't rely on Rukaku because you can't feed him the ball. So you can't be over-reliant on him. But Dybala is the one you can, you can be, and it's too much. So I'm sorry. Everybody goes through these problems with their players not doing well or not even playing, uh, not even playing if they're hurt. And to me, they, they, they seem to come up and show more, whereas we don't. Um, Leal hasn't scored a goal, Scott, um, in – I know he played, but he hasn't scored, and I think it's since, like, October in this in Serie A, maybe even September, I, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah. more October. He struggled a lot, and Milan, I know they're a better team. They're finding a way to perform better than we are, like much better, not a little bit better, and their star player is not even doing well. Even when he's not there, they find, you know, they find reason. Lataro Martinez, as good as Inter are, he is the best player in Serie A right now, scoring goals. They find a way to still put up some sort of performance. I know they're a much better team. I get it. Even Lazio, they struggled with a, a, a center forward scoring. Immobile was their goal scorer for forever. Um, Tati Castellanos, to me, he's been he's been all right, but they're not setting the world on fire. They're not scoring much. And they're finding a way to be even four points above us. I, I don't know, Scott. We just, again, we seem to be out of ideas. We don't seem to be wanting to change anything at all. And this is where we are. That's why I don't feel confident for the, the rest of the season. I don't think we can save grace. The only thing maybe I think it's going to happen is I think they'll keep Mourinho for the end of the season. And that's about it. You might have asked if they'll fire him. That was my next question, actually. Yeah, I I personally don't see it. Who do you bring? There's a whole rumor about the Rossi, but I don't want to. I I don't want the Rossi to be in this dumpster fire. I don't think it's really good for him and good for the team because maybe he can be a great coach one day and come back to Roma and actually coach us like properly from you know from a starting uh, from starting the a beginning of a season. But I don't think it's worth bringing him in now. I think. They just got to try to dig themselves out of the hole. And I think Mourinho's just gone at the end of the season once his contract runs out. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I was just thinking, realistically, you could cut ties in the next couple of days and bring De Rossi back in, like, into the fold and just give him the interim job until the end of the season and then start looking for a director of football, director of sport, as you guys call it, in, in Italy, and, and that, a technical director to replace Thiago Pinto. And then in February, March time, start getting calls into clubs, 
in maybe in Italy or uh, uh, in Europe to bring a manager in for next season or a coach. Realistically, um, I think his time at Roma is coming to an end. Um, in, so. all, in all honesty, I thought he would have left after the Europa League final. Yeah, uh, same here. Um, it might have been the right time seeing how the season's going, but because of that heartbreaking loss, I think they felt they needed to have that one year maybe to go back at another run. Mm, he might yeah, have I, even left if the, if they won, Scott. He might have left yeah, on high. Yeah, I, I would expect it. I did not expect season three. Um, like, I thank him for what he's done to the club. He's brought in a, a mentality toughness to the team. A never say die attitude. Uh, a, a European title win in 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 Albania in Tirana. Even though it's the third rate, people go. People will say, "Oh, it's just the Conference League." Look what it's just a West Ham won it in the summer. And look what look and they did and they've done really well in the Europa League. Like Roma almost did the impossible in doing back to back European titles. They were just a dodgy referee and a, a retaken penalty <laughs> from from winning the, the the competition. They got severed. I just felt that he could have left then. He could have taken the money at Saudi, but he stayed. And I don't think it's worked out. The third season, it's been tough. And, and statistically, too, Scott, sorry to yeah. interrupt, his third seasons at a lot of clubs don't work out very well. Yeah. the only t- I think the only club he hasn't won a trophy at is Tottenham. They sacked him, like, literally before. two days before before the League Cup final, which Man City obliterated them in. And Ryan Mason took charge. But I just... Something needs to happen. Roma have got, like, a... a decent running where they can pick up 10 points from the next four or five games. Verona at home, San Anatano away, Calori at home, Inter at home. They've got the final games and then Frosinone, sandwiched in between. To me, there should be all wins really? bar- barring the final. They should be all wins besides Inter might be a tough going, but everything else yeah. should be a win. Should be wins. And then you've got Torino, Monza, um, Fiorentina, Sassuolo, Lecce, and then the Derby. Realistically, you can pick up a lot of points and cla- uh, claw up. Um, I think they'll probably get knocked out in Europe, and the, that could be the best thing to happen to Roma this season. And then just play once a week, yeah. like you've said, and just. My only worry, Scott, is they need to be able to attract a coach that wants to do once a week for yes. the first season. That's. That's my one concern is you want to attract the coach. You want to attract a good coach, a coach that wants to come here and, you know, implement the system and get the team working well. But if, if they can get Europe, they might go elsewhere. If you were me, Scott, I'm, I'm telling you with Conte rumors to Milan uh, with, I've heard stuff about Paladino and Napoli maybe, but Napoli is really the wild card here, but I would, Take if I were the freakings, I would take my private jet, go with a, a suit full of cash, go to Bologna, have a nice Bolognese because that's what they're known for. And once you once you're satisfied, go to Joey Saputo, 
who is actually Montreal local, Scott, if you don't know that. I did. Yeah. So he owns the impact of Montreal from here, from where I'm at. And he owns uh, Bologna, right? He is uh, the, the, the company that they started by making uh, cheese in the 19, whatever, 40s, 50s, the father. And they're worth uh, like six, seven billion dollars. So oh. That's how Joey Saputo got Bologna. Anyways, you go to him. You're North Americans. You guys speak the same language. You have roughly, you know, same cultures. Just tell them, hey, like we're Come taking Tiago Mata, so we want to sign him, and that's it. That's all. And just start fresh. That's that's really what I would put all my eggs in to try to go get uh, for the summer, and just end on Mourinho, hopefully with a high for the end of this season. So realistic, uh, I've said realistically too many times on this podcast on over Twitter on, on social media or X over the re- recent days. You don't see a Roma communication official in the next couple of days or as they do in the UK, post a corner flag picture mm-hmm. <laughs> and just say, uh, AS Roma are part of companies with Jose Mourinho. You don't see that coming up in the next few days? I don't. I certainly I don't think there's options, and I don't think Freakins are going to resort to, um, you know, picking some interim for six months. I just, the relationship they've had with Mourinho, the way the fans have been, who who have been turning a little bit, not turning, but... I, I've, I've seen, I've seen. Yeah, they've voiced their displeasure. It's not turning on Mourinho... It's voicing their displeasure of how bad they've been. Um, I I think he sticks out to the end of the year, or at least for the next little while. And then if it gets truly after these run of games, if it gets worse, maybe. But I really still see him uh, finishing his uh, his contract out. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't, to be honest... I, I, to be honest, I don't want to get attacked by the fan base on social media. I'll be, I'll be happy either way. Um, I know Lupo has been getting some god awful stick on social media for speaking the truth. Fair play to him for doing it. And I, I, I've bit my tongue. I just didn't want the abuse on social media because I can't be bothered to deal with it at the moment. Um, I wouldn't be bothered either way if he if he gone i wouldn't it wouldn't bother me and if he stayed until the end of the season and rid it out and we finish top six i wouldn't bother it either and ends on a high like maybe a potentially getting champions league football but who knows you, like we still got five and a bit months left to the season so yeah it's gonna be a long roller coaster of a, of a ride isn't it joey it is, and I don't know how they get out of the Scott. Like, they're not showing, and this is Mourinho too, he's not showing any uh, intentions to try to find other solutions. You can't, and obviously in terms of players, look, like I said, you change formation, uh, it may not work out. Like, the players aren't going to magically get better. Certainly understand that. Um but I don't understand his stubbornness. The stubbornness of playing what he's playing now, it's just not working. So I just, that's why, that's why I said they're, they're going to stick it out. But to make six or to end on a high, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to expect it or see it because they just, they're not, they're playing the same way and it's not working and they just continue to play the same way. So 
I don't. They gotta find other ideas. Playing Paredes and Cristante ain't the best idea. Change it, but they're not doing it. It's just one example. So, but we'll see. Hopefully, they can end on a high, and I think Mourinho just leaves at the end of the season, like we've mentioned. Yeah, I agree. Um, will there be no Cristante or Mancini for Saturday because they're both suspended? The they are Scott, and if we can't win against. Um, Verona at home, even with those guys suspended, um, it, 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 that will show everybody how much difficulty Roma has been in uh, in the last uh, while. Yeah, completely agree. Um, before we wrap up, do you have anything more else to add? Not really, Scott. It's just another disappointing shit game. show. Another shit show, Scott. It's just. Even if we beaten Juve and Inter last year, I'm just voicing this as a rant and a displeasure. I know we beat them last year, but I and we beat Napoli. I just want Roma to show up to these games more than what they do now. Now they show up uh, 15, 20%. Like I want them to show up at least half, to, like show up to the game, even if you don't win. And they just 80% of the time against these teams, they don't show up and. It's just another disappointing one against them. That's all I really want, at least for the rest of the season. Just show up and give us some decent, I mean, I know it's broken, but give us some decent football for us to watch, even if the results don't come. I'll end on this. If this was Paolo Fonseca in charge, everyone would be slaughtered on social media and be slaughtered in the Roma press. That's all I'm going to end on, um, because it's so true, and we we witnessed it in the 2020-21 season where Roma were fourth at one point, and then sadly finished seventh. But previously, in his first season, they finished fifth, and he's done something that Mourinho couldn't do: is finishing the top five. Um, guys, you can follow us at themagicast.com and you can follow all our previous episodes in the back catalogue on the website and you can find us on all podcast platforms, so your Apple, Spotify, Podbean, etc, etc. Joey, thank you very much for joining me on this Monday evening. Thank you, Scott. Uh, another great uh, therapy session for both of us. I need it after the weekend football that I've had. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good to, it's good to let it out. It is. Um, well, Roma play next on Saturday. Would you like to record after the game on Saturday? Sure, why not? If they lose, we can be super frustrated right after yeah. they play. Yeah. <laughs> so Roma's uh, so Roma's is the actual first game of the weekend because it's the Supercoppa Italiana, which starts in on Friday, I think, in Saudi. It's on one of the stations over here in the UK. There's two semi-finals and the final, and there's only six games of Italian football in Serie A over the weekend, spread over a couple of days. So it's a shortened uh, round. I think it's week 21 of Serie A. And uh, when we're at the first game against Hellas Verona in this Saturday for 6 o'clock kickoff time. And if you like me in the UK, you missed the first 15 minutes because of the stupid blackout rule. It, I is, can't believe that still happens, Scott. I, I really hope they change that. I think it will happen sooner rather than later. But yeah, we'll potentially be back Saturday. It may be another therapy session or it may be a win. Who knows? Well, Verona have just sold their two win backs, so. And Engange looks to leave. Yeah. So we could be playing against a fire sale team who could be struggling for relegation. 
Yeah, that's what I said. At Sorry. home, we need to, no excuses. We just need to win that game. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we'll be back Saturday. Win, lose, or draw. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. We'll speak soon. Take care. Ciao.